This is the Business Central Manufacturing Show, and I am Martin Karlovich. Hi folks, today I'm with Bart Patein from Belgium. Bart is technical lead at the Dynamics NAV and Dynamics 365 Business Central partner Christians. Bart didn't start his career in an IT company. Instead, he initially was the production manager in several food companies from the years 2000 to 2014. Hence, he has plenty of hands-on experience when it comes to manufacturing and planning. De facto, planning was an integral part of his work at that time. Bart has been working with Navision since 2004. When working as a production manager, he wanted to have a few new features, more automation and more digitization of core manufacturing processes. Given that the company he worked for had a small budget, he started to learn CAL on his own and started to develop these features on his own. This made him interesting for the partner that consulted this client and hence he switched roles in 2014. Working for Christians, he first was consultant for manufacturing clients and then became technical lead for Christians own solutions. But that sounds as if I found a person who, who know both business central manufacturing from the customer's perspective and business central manufacturing from the consultant's perspective. I'm glad that you are here. Welcome to the business central manufacturing show. Thank you, Martin, uh, for having me. It's an honor. So from the introduction, we now know that you are a very hands-on person. You learned NAV programming on your own. So if you are with the manufacturing customer today, what kind of sources do you recommend them for a self-learning of Dynamics NAV or Dynamics 365 Business Central? Well, there are a lot of interesting blogs to find on the internet. You, of course, have uh, Mibuzo, where there's a lot of information. Then you have several blogs on MVPs that are very interesting. For example, there's something like somebody like Olaf Simran, who has a nice blog where there's a lot to find about manufacturing. So there are a lot of ways to get info. And nowadays you have also uh, a lot of videos on several YouTube channels. So how to videos to get started. And this helps customers to get started? Or do you recommend this for them to take a deeper dive once they are started? So what is a good, good point of time to start the self-learning? It depends a bit from person to person, but most person need to get help by uh, getting started up to get acquainted with the program, with all the possibilities. And when they have a base knowledge about the application, then self-learning is a bit easier to go a bit deeper into, into the programs itself. Okay. If you compare your experience of being a business central manufacturing user and then a business manufacturing consultant, what do you think make people and make customers love business central manufacturing most? Where do you think is the real strong point of business central manufacturing? The business central manufacturing is very strong in making your production orders, in calculating your uh, capacity needs, in calculating the needed times, in routings, in, in bill of materials. You have everything at hand to get production up and running. That's really the strength. It's also integrated with the rest of the business central. So you have an idea on when will my goods be coming in? So when do I have material availability? All those things, you have it nicely integrated within the manufacturing module. So that's by standard something excellent you get. And then you have the, the great business central platform behind it where we can go in and easily 
make changes, adapt the, the program to the customer's needs and deploy that very fast into the platform. So that's why I think it's it's a wonderful platform to work with. Speaking about the Business Central platform, and I recognize that you really use the word Business Central platform and not the vision platform. So why do you think manufacturing companies should make the move from NAV to Business Central now? The move from NAV to Business Central is a big move. We lost CAL, we lost Seaside, we lost the Windows client, but we gained a fully functional modern web client. We gained AL, we gained VS Code, we gained so much that makes it possible to program in a different way, to, to program in modern technologies, which wasn't possible before in the CAL. And we gained something we didn't have before. We never had enough upgradability. That, that was not the case. When you wanted a new product, you had to go to a, a lot of work to get your customizations out of your current version into the new version, make the changes again, a lot of manual work. So that's why a lot of, of our customers always uh, ended quite stuck on the version they, they once started. And now we gained upgradability. We can make our adjustments in an extension and then we take it out. We put in the new version, we put in our new extension and we're ready to go. I can say this. I've done this just this week for our own uh, extensions. We had them on BC15. We put them on, on BC16. It took us half a day to get up and running. That was never thought to be possible in the days of Navision. So we gained quite a lot with Business Central. So uh, that's why I really believe the platform for Business Central has only evolved and gotten better. And what some people may have feared at first that we would lose the flexibility and, and adaptability, we didn't lose it, but we gained a lot of more. Okay, let me take the role of the devil's advocate because I sense the high degree of technological fascination that you have with the upgradability. But at least when I was younger, I heard a lot of people telling me the phrase, never change a running system. So what you say is that these days of the never change a running system attitude are gone and that upgradability not just has a technological fascination, but has a true value for the client. So what makes it for manufacturing client so valuable that Business Central is an upgradable platform? I understand you, uh, you You say, and that's what we, we used to say before, uh, if it ain't broken, don't fix it kind of story it was uh, before. But upgradability, I think, is nowadays is important. We've gone away from the times we had only one new version every four years. Everything now is, is faster. Is, is We have a, a new version every six months new capabilities, new features in those products. So it goes a lot of faster than it did before. And our users are used a lot of more to get new features. Uh, it's like, look at your our smartphones. We, we have apps that are continuously upgrading by itself and we don't have to do anything. We get new features in. So the end users are more and more getting used to that kind of evolving of a platform and not waiting for the big boom anymore. So it's a continuous evolving of the, the platform that makes it every time a bit better. And we can take use of those new features that allow us to 
to do some things faster or, or to have new features that we we missed and we didn't have before so it's only giving us us more it's it's not may not see that as as a hassle anymore for oh we we have to do an upgrade no an upgrade should be go fast and easy and just giving us the the benefits and not the downsides anymore so i think every every company can benefit from that and certainly also manufacturing companies so the upgradability of business central enables manufacturing companies to move fast to adapt fast and to change fast given the speed of change we have in the market and then i think you made an interesting point because you started to differentiate between the business central platform and you made the comparison to the apps and you mentioned extensions earlier so do you see this now happening with your customers that they operate Business Central as the platform and then individualize the user experience by adding apps that fit to their processes? Is this happening right now? Yes, it's absolutely happening. So we came from a situation earlier, we were at our customer, we were the only point of truth, let me say it like that. If something needed to be done or they wanted something in, in Navision, they called us, they said, hey guys, we would like this or that feature. Can you fix that for us? And then we went in, we changed some code and they had it. Now that's not the case anymore. Our customers are looking around and they starting to see the app source and, and, and those things, what's possible there. And we have already customers that went out and found an extension by some other company and say, hey, that's interesting for us. We want that in our uh, business central. And then they come to us. Can you help us getting it in? So our function is not solely uh, programming anymore, but we are more and more consulting and helping the client to have the ideal setup. And that doesn't always mean it's solely code that we have created. It's uh, also making use of the apps and extensions that uh, exist on the platform. So it's definitely happening. So that means that the Business Central platform not only brings upgradability and hence the capability for the manufacturing companies to run faster and be more agile, but to some degree, the Business Central platform also empowers the user to achieve more because in the, in the beginning of your answer, you said that in the past, you have been the single version of truth for them. And now with AppSource, they can, let's say, look around independent of you as a partner. So how does this then change your role as a consultant to your client when they become empowered to achieve more on their own? Yeah, it's definitely a change in the role of consulting because before they, the client came to us, asked a question and we answered it. Now the client comes to us and he already has an answer and he already has a solution. And he's saying, hey, guys, I want this in my business central. So in, in that case, we definitely have a different role. We are not giving the answer to the customer but because he already found it by itself. And, and we need, as consultants, also to change on that. We, we also need to go look around what's happening in AppSource, what's happening in extensions, what does exist. We don't have to reinvent the wheel if somebody already did it quite nicely. We can we can also make use of it. So 
As a consultant, we also need to go look beyond our borders and see what's happening. So it's quite a big change because also for a consultant, it's quite a new task to have to be aware of what's happening and to know what exists so that you don't do the same thing over and over again. So then your role is changing from being the solution builder to becoming the solution builder and solution provider in terms of solution provider being somebody who makes different solution work together in a seamless way. Is this a fair statement? Yes, absolutely. It's more and more the case where we have different extensions getting into the business central and we maintain the structural integrity, let me say it like that. We maintain that every uh, everything is working fluently together and where needed to be, we, we make adjustments so it's two different extensions can, can work in a way together that that's, that data is passed uh, where necessary. So to have the ideal result of everything working nicely uh, integrated. Let's talk about the customer again. What would be your recommendation to a manufacturing client? How should they look at Business Central and the various apps? How should they approach them? Should they test them by this by themselves or should they look at them and then get an expert like you guys involved to help them assess what works best together? So what is your recommendation how they behave and act in this age of apps? In this age of apps, I would say it's it's for a customer, it's very interesting to go and see what's happening, see what exists in in the app source, what exists for, for different apps, see what could be of use for you. They can make that assumption by themselves to see, could this be something for us? But then if you want it, uh, implement it. If you want it, integrate it into your system. Come talk to us. We know your system. We know your situation. We have made customizations in your system before. So we are quite bestly placed guys to, to say, yeah, get that in and it will be, that will go good or watch out. There's a pitfall there and a pitfall there. So I think it's, it's, we need to work together to achieve the, the best result. But it's also for us a learning process and we, we cannot know every extension there is at this moment. So having customers that are looking around and pitching ideas to us for, hey, we've seen this or we've seen that is also helping us to build our knowledge of what's happening and what's useful for our customers. So I think it's the, the combination of both that will lead to the best result. For manufacturing client, do you see a bundle of best practices apps already, or are there so many apps that this still has to be decided? What would be, let's say, a package of best practices apps for manufacturing clients? As of today, I, I would not dare to speak out this or the best apps. But I think they're getting more and more apps in there. We need to look with together with the customer what what could suit their needs. I I believe if if we give this platform a bit of time, we will see a lot of things more coming out also on manufacturing that will give us capabilities we didn't have before and. We can benefit from it so we don't have to invent everything ourselves because maybe we are as a partner we are quite up to speed on the manufacturing module but maybe we are not the experts on visualization tools or, or something like that so we can benefit from it from all those apps and i think in time we will we will be able to have a set of ideal apps for this kind of company and an ideal set of apps for this kind of company but 
as today, I think that's still a bit early to say. Okay. Yeah, that's a fair statement. So let's switch the topic a bit from, from the apps and from the technology, because this is a fascinating topic and we could, I sense we could continue to talk about this for hours. But as you know, and we both were, before we doing the call, looking into our home offices, each other on, on a webcam. So we are in the middle of a challenging time and an interesting time. Now that most countries are in a, in a shutdown phase, I assume that this impacts also your customers in Belgium. What, what is it what you observe right now with your customers, what you would characterize as best practices of what manufacturing customers can do to cope with the situation? What have you seen manufacturing companies doing that really impressed you? What I see is that several companies now, they were in a strange time, so they have possibly a lot less of work. They have less orders. They have less things to manufacture. So they have time at their disposal. And what you see is some people making very good use of that time. Maybe it's the time to look at things again, to have optimizations in your production processes, things you don't had had time before because you were always busy producing and now you have some time and make use of it. Maybe you can look at your ERP system where it's lacking. Can we do something about it? Maybe this is the time to invest in things because you have the time, your people have the time to do it. Maybe your ERP provider also has more time at hand. So it's a win-win situation there. And by the time this life will go back to normal, you as company could be in a new state. You could have gained a lot. So I see companies that are making use of that time and, and getting ahead, getting a better start when this is over, I think. And I think that's, that, that's wonderful for those uh, people to do it like this. That's interesting because actually when the situation started, I read an article where the headline was never waste the chances of a crisis. And this inspired me actually to start what we are doing right now, to start my podcast. So if manufacturing companies could get inspired by the time they have to now rethink their processes and, and restructure operations and rethink their digitization and rethink their tools, then there is not only the threat, but also a big chance for them. This, this, I think this is a fair, this fair statement. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There's never, I think, a better time to invest than at the moment of crisis. Because, like I said, you have the time, your partners may have the time, maybe prices are better for things. So uh, you can only gain when you invest in these times. And it helps you to get out of it uh, when everything starts again. You're in the pole position. You're, you're ready to go. Uh, you have optimized everything. So you can really take advantage of what you do now when, when things go back to normal. Yeah, I think this is a cool closing statement for the interview today. So, Bart, thank you so much that you took the time today to share some thoughts, experiences, and viewpoints with me. As always, I learned a lot from doing this interview. I learned a lot from you, and I hope that the listeners will do the same. So, take care and stay safe. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Martin, and stay safe also. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Central Manufacturing Show. 